Good evening and welcome to Nightcaller's Bigfoot Radio. You're here with your hostess, Lauren Smith. And tonight we have the cryptid huntress herself, Jessica Jones, on. I'm really excited to talk to Jessica. I've wanted to have her on the show for quite a while now. I finally got her here and I have a lot of questions and I'm sure you do too. So don't forget to type all those questions in caps. Hit that thumbs up and subscribe on whatever platform you're on. And go ahead and give a shout out to that hardworking Nightcallers crew that moderates behind the scenes. You guys don't really need moderation, but they are there to get your questions to me so that I can ask the guest. Also, don't forget to go check out my merch store. I have new merch up and I'm selling hats. Go check my social media and get a custom Nightcallers hat for you or your favorite hunting buddy this Christmas. So I am not gonna waste any more time. I'm just gonna get Jessica on here. Again, if you have a question for her, type it in caps and don't forget to hit that like and subscribe button. All right, let's get her on here. Hi, Jessica, how are you doing tonight? Hey, Lauren, I'm doing great. How are you tonight? Thanks for having me. I am, I am yeah, absolutely. Thank you for coming on. I'm fabulous. It is almost you know christmas and then holiday and all that and so it's kind of starting to ramp up into being hectic around here oh i know and i i i have a kid i you you have a kid right i have so, two kids yeah <laughs> two kids yeah so yeah. it is it's a busy time of year right now so there's yes. a lot of stuff going on there's a yeah. lot yeah if you, if you don't have like a lot going on at home it's like at school every single day is something like we had grinch night the other yeah. night at their school and now we have polar express day on friday and they get to wear their pajamas to school they're really excited about that so oh yeah I had, I had to like rush wrap a present this morning right before school my son was like mom i have to take a wrap book to school and i was like oh my god so and they, yeah they never tell minute. you in advance ever yeah, i didn't no. know <laughs> yeah fine. they were like mom it's grinch night can we go i'm like what is Grinch night? That's a new one. Like I've never heard of this, but it was really fun. Um, so we are going to go ahead and get rolling on this. Um, thank you again for okay. coming on tonight. I, oh, yeah. I've had wanted to have you on for a long time and um, you are into so many different things. And I feel like I, I that resonates because I, I have a lot going on at all times. So um, you have I mean, just if you want to go ahead and list off all of the things that you got going so that people can go ahead and start <laughs> following you and finding you and checking out your work. Well, thank you. Well, okay. The main, the main thing is visit my website. That's like the all in one. Okay. I have, um, space, uh, it's, it's the cryptidhuntress.com. Uh, you can find all my shows there. And, uh, the first thing you see is a, a link to my YouTube channel on there. So just click on that. It takes you to my YouTube page. And, uh, and I post videos every day. I've got shows. I had a show this afternoon. Uh, I've got one tomorrow night. I've got shows this weekend. Uh, of course, those are on the space.radio website and YouTube channel. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, we, I have a lot going on. Yeah, and uh, and going so on. I do, I do. So I, I have a show on space.radio uh, Saturday and Sunday night at 10 PM Eastern both nights. And that's usually on cryptids, like Bigfoot and any kind of weird stuff, basically. But it's a lot of it's Sasquatch related and Dogman. And um, I mean, time travel, aliens, UFOs, whatever, you know, all if that it's weird, weird stuff. You got it. Yeah, if it's weird, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> I love so that. yeah, I've got that. And I've got a daytime show on Wednesdays on my YouTube channel. Uh, today, we talked about star seeds and the 144,000, you know, nice. uh, prophecy. So yeah. that is, I do something different on there every week. And then uh, Thursday, 
I have a remote viewing show. I'm trained in remote viewing. Awesome. And so I do that on Thursdays. Tomorrow night, I have remote viewed Cindy Goodbreak's property. She's a Bigfoot field researcher, uh, you know, a Mm -hmm. paranormal experiencer in Idaho. And and she has all sorts of weird cryptids on her property. So we're going to have a show on that tomorrow night. Oh, I love that. I love yeah. that. So I, I know Cindy. She's been in the game a long time. So she has. Um, that's exciting. I actually got to meet her last year. I went to the Medellin Falls Festival and I just hear someone screaming my name. And I, I, I'm in Washington. I don't like I don't know anybody in Washington. I look around and she just comes up and hugs me and she's like, I'm so excited to meet you. And I'm like, who are you? <laughs> um, but she she is the sweetest person. Um, so I love that you cover all the weird things because I feel like even if whatever topic you're covering is not someone's cup of tea that night, I feel like they can still glean something educational from it. It can, you know, they can glean something from it that they'll take with them and maybe broaden their horizons. Yeah. 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 Well, I I didn't mean to get into all this weird stuff, right, you know, right off the bat, but it just kind of happened that way. (laughs) You know, when I first started doing uh, the Bigfoot field research, uh, that first weekend I was out in the field, I, I encountered UFOs and some kind of mm-hmm. weird time loss and all sorts of just crazy stuff in addition to the Bigfoot activity we had out mm-hmm. there. So I it I kind of dived head first into the, the craziness, yeah. <laughs> the high strangeness. No. Um, so night callers is a safe place for everyone to come on and talk about their experiences because whether any, whether the others believe in your experience or not, or believe in the woo that you got going on, um, it's your experience, right? Unless they were there with you, they can't say, okay, she's lying or whatever. So, um, night callers is always a safe platform for, for people to come on and tell what happened to them and how it launched them into the research, because that's how all of us get started. We had yeah. something happen or we heard about Bigfoot or whatever, and it sparked that curiosity in us and we want to find the answer. And so that's what you're doing in your own way, which I love because it's out of the box research. It's out of the norm. And I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So it what got you, enigmas. it does, <laughs> um, what got you into the, into the weird, um, specifically Bigfoot, but just into the weird in general, like how did yeah. you start in this path? Okay. Well, when I was a kid, I used to be fascinated with UFOs when I was just little. And, uh, and I used to do all my science projects on black holes and like weird stuff like that. And I would take my little uh, mat outside, uh, my nap mat for kindergarten, Mm -hmm. and I would go lay it down in the front yard. I lived on a farm and I would look up to the sky for UFOs at night. And so that's kind of where that started. And then I started having experiences with ghosts and seeing ghosts and floating orbs and things like that when I was a teenager. And um, it just kind of progressed from there, I guess. And uh, when I was a young woman, I guess I was, I'm just going to say I was in my thirties. My, I guess it was in my thirties. I had, um, I was going to these meetings with my mother, you know, and I, like I said, I've always experienced paranormal activity since I was a kid Mm -hmm. and um, been very open to it very much. I didn't know that I was like psychic and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I just knew that I knew things and had an interest that a lot of other people didn't have in, in, in the paranormal. Okay. Right. And yeah. so I uh, <laughs> like in Bigfoot and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but there was a n- night where, you know, my mother used to go to these meetings every Wednesday night at her friend's house. And they would bring in um, spiritualists or um, survivalists or just every week it was something different, like a different mm-hmm. topic. 
magicians, you know, oh, like that's silver awesome. and gold, you know, yeah. whatever it was. Um, and so my mom called and she was like, hey, uh, there's a Bigfoot research team that's going to be presenting at Mr. Sam's house. And I think it would be fun if you went with me. You'd really like it. And so I went. <laughs> and uh, and these guys were Bigfoot field researchers based out of North Georgia. Mm-hmm. And they absolutely knew what they were doing. They, they knew what they were talking about. They had amazing evidence. I thought, well, you know, that's really cool. If, if these ghosts are real and all this other stuff I've seen, if I've experienced that, why would Bigfoot mm-hmm. not be real? You know, and uh, and so... After their presentation, they had um, a time where we could ask questions and stuff. And of course, I asked the the typical questions like, "Well, why have y'all not found a body yet? Yeah, you know, where's the poop? <laughs> you know, <all> that <laughs> yeah. Kind of stuff. yeah, And um, and so it was it was legit, you know, legit mm-hmm. questions. And um, they were very eager to tell me, you know, the answers as as they knew it. And they also invited me on an expedition. They're like, well, if you ever, if you want to come out with us, you can. Oh my gosh. And so uh, about a month later, I guess I went, I bought a tent. I bought hiking boots. Mm -hmm. I got all the gear and I went camping with those guys. So complete strangers, honestly. (laughs) And, um, and it was the best decision I ever made because Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm sitting right here talking with you about Bigfoot and stuff because of that. Yeah. Right. Um, and so, yeah, I just, I, I kind of stumbled upon it, you know, and, um, I went out with those guys and it was wild, like wild from the get go. Yeah. Uh, We had so much Bigfoot activity that weekend and, um, UFOs and stuff like that. Yeah. That's amazing. That sounds so much like my own upbringing that I'm sitting here (laughs) nodding like, oh, yep, yep. Like I grew up, you know, my mom believed in ghosts and was a paranormal researcher. We believed in UFOs, you know, like it was a a normal occurrence in our house to talk about ghosts and paranormal and weird things. And she got into Bigfoot because of her own experience, but um, along the same lines. So, you know, and for the people that are like, oh my God, that's so dangerous going into the woods with strangers. Like that's... uh, they're like-minded people it's dangerous to meet up with your fantasy football league like you know it's just this is a like-minded thing and my mom did the same thing she met up with a bunch of strangers and went into the woods looking for bigfoot that she had met online you know and i make my business night callers bigfoot radio i talk to people from all over the world and i have Mm -hmm. met up with hundreds of those people um yeah i mean anything can be dangerous but these are like-minded people and honestly uh, the Bigfoot people I've met up with have been some of the most genuine and safe people. These people have become my family. And so, yeah. you know, that's... Mine too. I know. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're, we're just a big old family. Uh, I mean, we... for the most part, yeah. yeah. Like, it's, you know, these people are people that know... They get me more than a lot of my blood relatives, you know? They get my weirdness oh, yeah. and they accept the weird and embrace it. So, yeah. um, they don't we're all weird together. Yeah, right? they don't tolerate it. They get it. Um, so when did, so you went out, um, did you just, were you kind of strictly Bigfoot research, paranormal research at that time? And did you have, um, did you start having experiences and all of that? Yes. Okay. Um, well, when I went out there, I I didn't have any expectations. (laughs) Okay. I thought, uh, I was just going to go camping with some guys and, maybe, maybe we'd hear something or maybe there'd be something out there. Mm-hmm. Well, I went like gung ho. I, I just was like, I want to see if Bigfoot's real. 
I'll be bait. I'll do whatever. I don't care. Mm -hmm. I just, I, I was, I had no fear. I was like, you know, I just put me in the middle of the field and I'll, I'll sit by myself, whatever. And, um, and so I was like a little kamikaze out there, but, but but with the guys, like the, the seasoned guys, they were kind of, um, they, they let me go out on like black ops missions with them, you know, like Mm -hmm. secret stuff, like, we're going to go out, we're going to, we're going to go hide for, you know, nine hours and hope Bigfoot steps on us. And I I was like, I'm totally down for that. Let's Mm -hmm. do it. Um, and so it was just, uh, it was, it was that kind of a deal. Uh, we had a big group out there. I, like I said, I had no expectations. I just thought, well, if nothing else, it's going to be fun camping, you know, and that's kind of the attitude that we have every time we go camping now, uh, it's we're going camping. Yeah. Um, but we're researching too, mm-hmm. but if nothing else, we're just camping and having fun. Right. You know? Absolutely. Uh, that's, that's, that's the view I roll. take on it. I get to see beautiful yeah. places and visit beautiful <laughs> yeah. places and meet awesome people. And if I happen to have an encounter through research, that's fabulous. If not, I got to go to Washington or Oregon or wherever, you know, like that's, yeah. got to go to Alabama this year. Pretty stoked. I mean, it's been a good year. Um, so we have a, a, everyone's kind of ready to get into the remote viewing part. Um, So I'm going to go ahead and and move over to that because that is a huge reason I've wanted to have you on. So I've tried remote viewing before. Honestly, it was kind of like a um, a do-it-yourself attempt. And so I wasn't very successful. Um, Like I said before, and I haven't really said this online very much, but I have been trying to, um, I'm an empath and I've been trying to kind of gear those abilities more into my research. And um, I have a a close friend who he's, he does the same thing. And then we kind of compare notes. Um, We're in different states, but whenever we're together, we compare notes about that. So walk me through how you got started remote viewing with your research and kind of how you do it. Yeah. Okay. So the head of one of my teams, my main team, I'm a, I'm a member of, I'm just going to say three different teams. Mm-hmm. However, I, I research people from all over the country. Okay. Um, the first team that I ever went out with, um, the head of that team is an amazing remote viewer. That's not what he does for a living, but it's what he, he's highly, highly trained in it. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so he, when we were out there that first weekend that I went out there with them, uh, I had me and my partner, a guy that I had gone out there and done some, uh, a crazy mission with, we had had some, uh, well, let's just say some UFO activity and some mm-hmm. missing time perhaps. And our equipment had malfunctioned terribly different, you know, our times had changed on all of our equipment. You know, mine went back an hour and his went forward an hour mm-hmm. and um, we knew something had happened to us, but we, we weren't quite sure what had happened. And so the head of my team said, well, I think it's time, you know, we'd had some, a lot of other stuff go on to you. Yeah. And, uh, and he said, uh, I think, you know, we got our team together. We, we'd had some meetings and we just kind of started um, being, becoming cohesive as a, a team, a few of us. And he said, well, you know, I, I think it's time for me to teach you guys remote viewing. Um, so we can look into these incidents that happen in the field and get every angle of it and mm-hmm. uh, and really see what happened. Instead of just us going out there blindly, having some weird stuff happen and being like, oh, that was weird. And yeah. then going home and not knowing right. what happened to us. Exactly. You know, uh, so we we started learning remote viewing. He started teaching us and uh I'm talking about like straight up like five at least five years straight of remote viewing training. 
I mean, weekends at a time, us all staying together and stuff and, uh, and really, really learning it. Um, like the, the Ingo Swan methods and, and stuff out of, um, kind of like military style kind of mm -hmm. stuff. And so I've, I've trained extensively. Now everybody else, like we, like I said, we, we've been trained. We, the whole team was trained. Right. And uh, I, I'm kind of the one that ran with it. Okay. Like yeah. The other guys, they, they don't do it like I do it. Like they're just mm -hmm. kind of like, oh, we can do it when we're, when we need to. But um, yeah. I, I started a show like recently and stuff where yeah. I remote view weird stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just really, it's really great to be able to look into that incident where my partner and I were basically kind of accosted by a UFO and something, mm -hmm. a being that was inside of it. And we got to see what really happened. And, you know, and mm -hmm. a lot of stuff that we do, we, my team, we're not public. Like we don't talk about this kind of stuff. And that's why I was, it took me 10 years to even talk publicly about my research. Right. Um, I just I went public last year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, that's, it's hard. It's hard to yeah. put yourself out there. I don't really put my research out there very much um, for that reason. You know, if people get on here and talk about it, I give them a safe place to do so. But mm -hmm. it's really hard because a, a lot of the community is not very receptive to most yeah. anything. So um, I'm very proud of you for doing that. And I'm very proud of you <laughs> for you. researching outside the box and then putting that out there. That's huge. Well, it's not, it, you know, you said it right. It's not easy. And uh, I think it was harder for me to actually talk publicly about doing the remote viewing mm -hmm. as opposed to being a Bigfoot field researcher. You know, right. uh, I mean, it took me a long time to even admit that I was psychic. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, you know, it's something that I had kind of suppressed because people, um, you get made fun of and it's like, oh, who does yeah. she think she is? You know, yeah. all that kind of stuff. And, um, you know, I, I do this like on my channel and um, the Cryptid Huntress on YouTube and all my social media. You know, those are my people that follow me there and subscribe. And so I have a beautiful community of, of mm -hmm. people who really support me. But, you know, when I go on other people's shows, there there are a lot of people that aren't ready for that. No, OK. <laughs> and uh, and and I don't read the comments anymore on, on those things because they um People mm -hmm. can be brutal and just, they, they don't, they don't want to think outside their little 3d matrix reality nope. uh, sometimes. And no offense to that. It's fine. I was there a long time ago, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. but, but in order to research, wouldn't, I, I personally believe that we should look at every single angle of something and, and try out, try psychics, you know, mm -hmm. try remote viewing. Um, if we can get to the answers of some yeah. of this stuff, I mean, my team, we encountered a portal out in the middle of a field and um, documented it and stuff. So it's actually very important to be able to be able to remote view stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, I always and I know my my listeners are probably sick of hearing me saying it, um, but we have to use all of the tools in our box or we're mm -hmm. not going to solve this. Right. And I tell people um you know if you're not using all the tools in your box and if you only have one way that you think it should go like you're trying to control the situation and you're getting tunnel vision yeah. and that's not how we solve the mystery like when that's if you're right. a detective a homicide detective and you get tunnel vision this is the suspect and this is how we did it you're gonna miss a lot of key evidence and so i think that if you have an ability like yours, you know, remote viewing and, um, and being, you know, having psychic abilities, if you have those abilities, great, you have gifts that you can use in this field, just like people that have tracking abilities, people that have hunting abilities, people that have, you know, just 
all the different things that, you know, they're, their gifts. Like I know people that are amazing with audio, like that is where they thrive. I know people that have been lifelong hunters and then they turn that into their research and how they research. And so everyone brings something different to the table. And I think that if we all would work together a little bit more with all of our special skills, um, we might get a little farther than we have, but I think it's amazing yeah. that you're doing this. Well, thank you. And you know, another thing is my, my teams are very diversely trained mm -hmm. and uh, we're all tra we're all trained in tracking uh, pretty extensively. Uh, some more than others. I'm, I'm on the bottom of that scale. I'm a, I, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I've done tracking and I know how, but I'm not like a search and rescue person. Like most of the guys on my team are, um, mm -hmm. you know, we're there. We, we've been taught uh, combat medical training and things like that. You know, everybody that has a skill, teaches all of us so like we all mm -hmm. share our skills with each other and yeah. uh you know the guys and the and the females we got women and men on my teams and um it's everything from like a lot of law enforcement people and military okay there i've noticed there's a lot of law enforcement military people in the bigfoot field uh and so we have a lot of of, of that background on the team emts nurses government officials. I mean, I worked in state government for, you know, almost 20 years. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and so it's just, it's really, it's really interesting, all the backgrounds that we all have, but we're all trained in tracking and search and rescue, medical training for emergencies and um, dowsing, <laughs> remote viewing, like all, whatever it is, we're, we all teach each other our skills. So, right. I think yeah, that's amazing. Really cool. I think that's what a good team does. Um, yeah. You know, you kind of, let the one that has this experience take lead, but you make sure that your whole team, you know, is well-trained mm -hmm. so that you have backups for your ba backups, you know? Yeah. Um, okay. So I have a couple questions from the chat. Um, I'll go ahead and do Jeremiah's first from Bigfoot Society podcast. Sorry. Uh, can you remote view through time? And he said, it's a serious question. He's not trolling. He wants to know. <laughs> <I'm> trolling. <laughs> I ain't trolling. It's fine. I don't get a lot of trolls in my chat. <laughs> no. They get booted so quick. Um, I have a, I oh have a gosh. I'm, I'm proud of my chat every time. I don't get hit on and I don't get trolled very often. So. Oh man, you're lucky. Okay. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yes. Um, yeah, absolutely. That's, that's what remote viewing is actually. Yeah. We can okay. remote view through time backwards, forwards, whatever you name that's it. Uh, we can pretty much look into anything. But God forbid you look at something on the moon and then you get in trouble. So you got to watch out. There's some things that are just off limits that we, we're not supposed to be remote viewing and talking about publicly. So I'm guessing that you found that out through trial and error. I did. <laughs> Unfortunately, I did. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So that's that's really good to know. So if you have something happen out in the field, you can kind of do a playback on it, basically. Yeah, Is that what I'm hearing? Absolutely. You can. I mean, we. you can go back and remote view things at the beginning of the time. You can remote view things off planet. You can remote view things in the future. You can remote view anything. Yeah. How, so whenever you first started doing this, um, did you, I guess, did you second guess yourself? Did you ever think like that it was, how did you validate it to yourself that this is, this was a real thing that you were seeing? You know what? It's all about things when something resonates with you. Well, first of all, I'm, I, I only roll with people that I trust. Okay. Yeah. So, um, this, I, I know this is, it's coming from very special people. Let's just put mm -hmm. it that way. And, uh, and, and there's no, there's no deception or anything like that in, in what we do or what they do. And so it's, it's not never been a question. 
it's not a question. I've never, I've never doubted myself. I've never doubted what I do. Um, and so, yeah, I, I don't second guess myself. I learned to not do that anymore, uh, especially when you're doing stuff like this. I mean, you, I've seen some weird stuff, Lauren. Okay. I've mm -hmm. seen some really weird stuff. Yeah. And, uh, and it would make the average person be like, Oh, is that even real? Well, mm -hmm. yeah. Same when it happens to you, it's, a, it's mm -hmm. a little more believable. I know that, yeah. um, you know, you said if it resonates with you, but um, to counter that, um, little devil's advocate here, I yeah. know that whenever you're weird, and I say that, I say that as a compliment, <laughs> by the way, because I, I'm so weird. I love my weird people. So um, when I say somebody's weird, I'm saying like, you're awesome. That's how I mean weird. So you're weird. <laughs> so you obviously accept the weird a little bit more easily. But I know that most people, whenever they have a paranormal experience, a um, Bigfoot experience, UFO, anything, they have that experience, it changes their life, and then the first thing they do is try to talk themselves out of it. Yeah. So do you think that your upbringing and everything like that kind of, like, you skipped that step and just went, you know, straight to, like, yep, that feels, it happened. Oh, no, I listen, when I was younger, yeah, I did, I did question it, and I tried to... When, that's when I was younger. Okay. Yeah. When I was younger. <laughs> I'm an old lady now. Okay. So, but yeah, when I was younger, I did question it. Absolutely. I mean, when you're waking up and you have like people standing around your bed talking to you, but their mm -hmm. mouths aren't moving and you can clearly yeah. hear what they're saying. Yeah. You question that. And you're like, what the hell happened to me last night? Like, what was yeah. that? Um, yeah, you yeah. do question it. But now it's kind of like, there's a, there's a point where you have to, you don't have to, mm -hmm. but some of us accept what we're seeing. We accept what's right in front of us. Um, and we don't try to make it into something else. We mm -hmm. just accept what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, and so there is, it's a little different there, yeah. but yeah, no, I never skipped any steps. Trust me. I've, I've gone down <laughs> all the steps and then some five times, 10 times, a hundred times over. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that keeps you humble too. You know, it's it like, does. I know it, enough to know. Yeah. I don't know anything. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We all have to be continual learners in this, um, be teachable Absolutely. at all times. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. So we have, um, the, the chat has questions tonight, which is amazing. Um, okay. So from, no, I think this one's from Squatchy Nights Audio. Um, have you ever heard of remote influence and follow-up question? Can Bigfoot do that? I would assume so. Yeah. I think, I know I've heard of remote influence. I mean, you can, there's a method of remote viewing where you are able to do that if you need to in certain situations. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think you're supposed to do it. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like mode of ethics there. Yeah. Um, however, um, yeah, well, I know ETs can do it. Yeah. Bigfoot, Bigfoot, I can't say for sure. ETs, yes, for sure. Okay. I believe so. I, I think humans can do it too. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, which is scary. Um, yeah. And if you so can do it, Bigfoot can do it. Sorry, yeah. Like, I don't probably. know. I have not taken a poll. Okay, <laughs> okay good enough. <laughs> um, definitely, you know, what, what gets me is um, people, it's just like anything, you know, um, people get really weirded out about remote viewing because people can use it for evil. You know, you can yeah. use anything for good or evil. And I'm like, you know, that's just, you just kind of have to trust that people are going to use it. Yeah. Well, that's thing. why I don't teach it. I, I don't teach remote viewing to anyone. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I taught one friend who's yeah. a very close friend. And, uh, and I, like I said, our team, my, the head of my team who taught us, he, he doesn't teach us anybody. Yeah. Um, because there are certain people who 
they'll use it for bad. And uh, yeah. God forbid, how many friends mm -hmm. have, have I had over the years that turn, you know, people will turn on you in the blink mm -hmm. of an eye. They and um, you don't, you don't know how they're going to use it. So only the most trusted people, yeah. <laughs> you know, which is, I um, mean, that's smart. That's smart. Um, especially so. <laughs> in the, in this community, I think that, um, you definitely have to, if you're going to teach it, you have to teach it to people that, you know, won't do harm yeah. with it against other humans or the, the Bigfoot as well, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Cryptidville has another great question. What is the most interesting thing in your opinion that you have learned about in humanoids? Oh my gosh. Hey, Cryptidville. How are you this <laughs> evening? my dear yes um i have learned oh man okay it's not really about the crypt it's actually about government cover-ups that's the one thing that i've learned the most about uh with all the remote viewing i've done there's so many government cover-ups with these cryptids mm -hmm. um it's it's always that it always leads to that every time i remote view just about anything uh there's some sort of cover-up going on uh i don't here. doubt it it's so crazy i've said that um, for years <laughs> Yeah, well, it's it's true, uh, according to my research, for entertainment purposes only. <laughs> yeah, know? of course. I don't want to get in trouble there. Nice but, um, <laughs> uh, Exactly. I always have to say that. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, I, I've got a bunch of stuff that's very interesting about the inhumanoids, okay? Mm -hmm. We'll call like Bigfoot an inhumanoid, not a cryptid. Mm -hmm. right. Thank you, Barton Nunnally. I'm gonna, I told Barton I'm going to have to change my name to the inhumanoid huntress. <laughs> That's a mouthful. <laughs> it is. It's, it's, it's long. It's long. It's going to be a long handle for all my social media. It's but um, I've learned so much about them. Uh, they're and they're they're all different when it comes to mm -hmm. Bigfoot. Um, I've learned that some are out there just wanting to find food and wanting mm -hmm. to eat, and they're constantly just looking for food. Very kind of like animalistic, you know, in a way. And there are others that are highly intelligent mm -hmm. and use telepathy and. Uh, some of them work with the ETs and stuff like that. I mean, they're all, it's just such a wide range of a, of a being. Mm -hmm. um, that's one thing. That's one of the most interesting things that I've learned. That there's just yeah. a wide range, a big scale. It goes from top to bottom of like a, a range yeah. of in, like, I don't want to just say intelligence, but it's mm -hmm. kind of intelligence, I guess. Kind of like humans. Sentience. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, you have the ones that get up and go to work every single day and do the same thing every single day. And then you have the ones like you who are a little bit more expanded than that. <laughs> a little oh, bit more Just awake. all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's good to know. Um, that was one a follow-up question. Does your guest think that the government is hiding something at Roswell? Yeah, uh, you know what? I had Raymond Szymanski on my on my show one night and he is uh he was one of the head scientists lead, lead scientists at wrights patterson air force base and uh and and we talked about that uh, i don't think it's at roswell i think they took all the roswell stuff over to wrights patterson right patterson air force base and uh yeah I, I i don't know if there's anything at roswell right now but i think mm -hmm. all that stuff was there at some time yeah. um yeah, uh, remote viewers have looked into that. They, there was more than one crash there that night. Yeah. By the way, it wasn't just that one. There was at least two crashes, maybe three. Yeah, according to what I've heard. I have told for years because people are like, why do you think the Bigfoot mystery hasn't been solved? And I'm like, because the government doesn't want it to be. I'm like, they're <laughs> controlling that. Know they're out there. <laughs> I know. I'm like, and they're like, well, then why do you even research? And I'm like, for me. Um, well, you know. 
that's, that's a good point. for the masses as well. All these people that have had experiences, I would like to be able to validate their experiences, what they've been through, as well as my own 20 years of research. I would like to mm -hmm. have something for that. <laughs> exactly. Well, see, you make a great point with that. Um, our government is never going to tell us the truth about anything. Okay. We are the disclosure. If people want to know the truth, either mm -hmm. get out and experience it for yourself or follow, you know, shows like Nightcaller, Bigfoot Radio and the Cryptid Huntress and, you yeah. know, uh, and, uh, and other trusted sites like Cryptoville knows, you mm -hmm. know, Martin yeah. and Josh Turner's uh, podcast. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we're, we're actually putting the real stuff out here and, mm -hmm. uh, and, and, and bringing real researchers on. And yeah. uh, it's not, you know, we're, we're talking about boots on the ground research uh, yeah. with real life experiences. And so if you want to know about Bigfoot, tune in, you know, yeah. um, we, we are the disclosure. I love that. Don't look to I the love that. Don't ever look to government. <laughs> no, no. And I feel like, especially since COVID, people should have jot that down, you know, but, mm -hmm. um, but I love that we are this, the disclosure that definitely resonates a lot. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to ask find my list here that's all the way over there um okay so i got this question from connor flynn actually connor. and when he i know and so i got to meet connor in alabama recently and um i had had some presumptions about him and when i met him his vibe he is just one of the nicest most genuine human oh, beings yeah. and he lives fully out there and all of his truth and um so i couldn't fault him for that i was just i was very glad to have met him and that he was so gracious with me after you know i was kind of like oh, i don't know so <laughs> life lessons right um right. anyway he asked this question and i just looked at him i have never been asked this question and i was just like that is one of the best questions i've been asked so i will credit connor with this what is one of the most positive encounters that you've had? With a Bigfoot or what? Mm -hmm. We'll um, start with Bigfoot. <laughs> the most positive. Well, I mean, I've had a whole bunch of really mm -hmm. strange encounters and I can't even say it was definitely Bigfoot though. Mm -hmm. um, so we can just, you okay. can just um, pick one that impacted you in a way that was very positive, whatever it may be. Well, I can tell you what something that changed my life. Mm -hmm. uh, in, a, in a positive way was uh, when I was out being bait, okay, <laughs> I was being bait, uh, doing some research and uh, and I had something run up behind me and knock my legs out from underneath me uh, as I was walking up an open field. The guys were down at the bottom of the hill watching me through their FLIR and their, their thermals mm -hmm. and um, something ran up. I, I thought one of the guys was about to tackle me. <laughs> I heard somebody running mm -hmm. up and... Um, I kind of stopped and I, I, I kind of stopped walking. I was about 50 yards up this hill going toward the tree line. And uh, my the next thing I know, my legs, something hit the back of my legs and I kind of jumped up in the air because like it knocked my legs out. And, uh, and then it kept going and I thought it was a person, but there was nobody there. Um, oh and the guys gosh. didn't see anything. They were watching me the whole time. Mm -hmm. And so that was one of my first experiences actually. Uh, now, could it have been a cloaked Bigfoot? Yeah. Can I say it was for sure? No, <laughs> I can't. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can't say what it was. It could have been anything. Um, but that was where I knew um, there was something more out there. Yeah. You know, it, it wasn't just, there's just like nothing out there. These guys are not 
they, they've not lost their minds and they're out there chasing mm -hmm. nothing. There's something, there was something out there. And yeah. that same night there was a, a Bigfoot peeking its head around a tree right in front of me that I didn't see with my own eyes, but the mm -hmm. guy saw it with their, with their FLIR. So That's yeah, awesome. really, really cool stuff. But that, that, that is something that did change, change my perception. Like my reality shifted, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and put me on a different path kind of. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's one of those things you have to wonder, was it kind of infrasound? Was it like a remote blast, you know, or um, were they just letting you know that they were there? Or oh, was it was, it, it, was a, it was something. It was, a, it was like yeah. a being, it was an energy yeah. of some sort that ran it. I mean, I could hear it and I could feel it and then I got hit and then it kept going. Um, it was, it was really odd, very odd, perplexing, I guess you could say. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, so have you had any, um, on the other side, have you had any experiences that just honestly scared the peas out of you and kind of, kind of made you, um, mm -hmm. if you're, if you're doing this, you're an adrenaline junkie. That's just how it is. Um, so yeah. I know it scared the peas out of you at that time, but then of course, when you get home, you're like, I wish I would have walked over there. I wish I would have stayed. I wish I would have held my ground. So have you ever had any experiences oh. like that? God, yes, I have. <laughs> oh man, there is uh, there was one night. Uh, a lot of times we have just as much activity or more in base camp than we do out in the field, like yes. wandering around at night. Absolutely. If you want to get the good activity, you just sit your butt down by that campfire. Mm -hmm. Watch over wait. each other's shoulders and just laugh and have a good time like you don't even know what's act, going on outside camp <laughs> you got to act normal just act yes, normal everybody yes. you know um that's a funny joke it's like well none of us are normal but yeah normal. <laughs> um and so there was one night where we had had some a little bit of activity going on that the the energetics of the base camp had just gotten really off off kilter like there was something off and uh there was something in the air and uh mm -hmm. the next thing we know we just hear this loud scream like this noise and um behind my tent of course it was behind my tent of course uh, something just it sounded like something was running behind our tents and it let out this most god awful scream and it was like a a woman animal monster mm -hmm. something i've never heard this noise in my entire life it was yeah. And we all just we were all standing because we were we we're kind of like going towards it, but then we it stopped us in our tracks and we all just kind of looked at each other like with our chins on the ground like what the heck is that? Mm -hmm. uh, but it sounded like it was like a woman in pain, but it was like an animal and like like a, a primal scream. I don't even know. It was yeah. it was really scary. And so that happened. And so what did we do? We all decided it was time to go to bed. <laughs> so. <laughs> Like about an hour after that yeah. happened, it's this, it's the strangest thing. Sometimes like you don't do the rational thing. Like you seem like you think you may mm -hmm. stay up all night. Yeah. But no, we all went to our tents and lay down after that mm -hmm. happened, which was, I just blows my mind as to it's, why we did that. It's literally something I have seen so many times <laughs> in the Bigfoot research that I've done myself. Mm -hmm. um, one minute I am terrified, fight or flight, like get me out of here. And the next minute I'm like, I'm just going to take a nap. You guys finish up. I have honestly fallen asleep quite a few times during very hairy moments or been like, all right, well, that's good for tonight. Let's go to bed, you know, and not yeah. because I'm scared, but because just like it, it, it's that push. And I've always wondered if it was an infrasound type of thing or influence type of thing that they're like, 
go on. I think, yeah. You know, I think it is actually, I think that there is something that they do to just make you kind of like, it's almost like hypnotizing. Like yeah. you are getting sleepy. And you know, a lot of that, it. I call it infrasound or a lot of people call it getting zapped, but I've had it happen too many times to where I was absolutely terrified. And in the next moment I'd be so lethargic that literally a Bigfoot could come and like pick me up and throw me over its shoulder and I'd be like, eh, okay, well, that's fine as long as I get to take a nap. And I have to wonder if that's something that they would use on their prey. Um, their prey's terrified and they just kind of zap yeah. it and then they're like, come here, deer, let's go to my cave, you know, so. Like um, Albert Osman of yeah. Canada. <laughs> yeah. That whole deal. Yeah. So it's kind of one of those things I've always wondered that. Um, and so, you know, with the Sasquatch Enigma, it's not just one person's encounter, it's the same type of encounter over and over and over. And so you saying that like something that crazy can happen and everyone's just like, yeah. all right, well, let's do it again tomorrow. It's like, you know. Uh, no, it was yeah. wild. And you know, what? it was really even crazier. It was like, we all went to our tents and then we got pelted with rocks and acorns all night all of us and we were all awake like nope nobody slept usually you can hear the snoring mm -hmm. throughout base camp and like one person will start snoring and then you can hear a person back here snoring nobody snored and it was just all night and, and you could hear like the acorns because it was a, kind of a windy night you, mm -hmm. you can tell that you can hear the trajectory of like an acorn falling from a mm -hmm. tree down like these were going yeah. Pew, pew, like going yeah. horizontal and you could hear it and yeah. they were smacking our tents really hard mm -hmm. um, so that happened all night all I've, night long i've had that happen until yeah. daylight and i i stayed yeah. up until the sun came up yeah listening yeah yeah oh my gosh so, yeah it's one of those things that that was actually scary. like i'm not it wasn't the fact that we were getting pelted like we're all mm -hmm. there i'm very safe out there everybody out there is mm -hmm. safe we all take precautions to be safe you know and uh so we we're fine uh none of us we don't get in our cars and leave we're there to research mm -hmm. okay right. so yeah um that's what we did i was kind of hoping they'd come in the in the camp like let's let's talk y'all let's have a let's have a conversation but no yeah. they just wanted to throw rocks at my tent all night so yeah um but but it was the scream that was what was so scary Mm -hmm. That was the scary thing. Yeah. 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 That's, um, that, it's inhuman. <laughs> inhuman. It's inhumanoid. That's yeah. exactly what it was. <laughs> it was not an animal and it was not a human. Yeah. I just picture, um, honestly, whenever I have a, uh, I have a t-shirt for weird realities, night callers that, um, weird realities is another podcast that you guys should check out they cover all the weird as well um but it's a sasquatch i had jonathan dodd draw it up for me of course because he's magnificent and it's a bigfoot and he's just night calling and so it's just his mouth is wide open and just teeth and just like letting loose and that's what i picture every time i hear a vocal like that is just this wide open mouth just giving it a, it's all from like the lungs up man and so um and that's what I picture. It's very primal. Um, and that's whenever you describe that, that's the first word that came to mind is primal. It's just this primal roar yeah. scream. <laughs> you know, the lung capacity on those beings is magnificent. It <laughs> really is. So we've had um, Stephen Hill has this amazing technique that he does where he does like a group um, call. And so it's um, like one person starts out, usually him, because he sounds like Ludo from... Uh, from the labyrinth and so he starts out and then everybody joins in and so there will be like four or five of us all just 
you know, giving our vocal. And it's like a deep, long lasting vocal that echoes out over the ridges because we do it from the top of a ridge sometimes. And the way it, it makes the hair stand up on my arms every time but it takes four or five humans to equal the vocal decibel level that one of those beings can produce. Um, I've had a lot of success with that. And then sometimes it's like, I don't know if the Bigfoot are just like, what the hell was that? They just don't respond. Um, but we've gotten coyotes response with that, all kinds of stuff. And it's just, it's amazing how much of our lungs it takes to equal one Bigfoot vocal. Oh my God. Oh, you got to imagine how big they are. They're mm -hmm. just big massive. barrel chested. And yeah, yeah. I've had That's them growl at me and, and it was, it was like standing next to a semi truck. It was just the, the growl that came out of it because, you know, when I, when it growled, I knew what it was. I'd been following the eye shine all the way to where it was, but my mom was like, well, or no, other people were like, well, maybe it was a cat. And I was like, if it was some kind of big cat, I don't want to see what kind of freaking cat that was <laughs> right. because it was huge like the barrel chest and the growl that came out it vibrated my seat it was horrifying wow. that resonant that resonant sound i mean it mm -hmm. just it echoes through the entire environment it is it's all this energy and mm -hmm. i don't know I, everything out there i'm all about the energetics of the place Absolutely. when i go and uh yeah. and you know the bigfoots can pick up on our energies and i mm -hmm. i'm a firm believer they know we're coming way before oh, yeah. we ever get there oh yeah yeah and, and yeah. that, that has something to do with that telepathy and the energetics and all that it kind does. of stuff. We're connected somehow. And I'm not saying I'm connected to all those Bigfoots out there, but yeah. I think we are in some weird way. No, I don't know I think how, that but. <laughs> they know when we're in the woods, obviously. And, you know, the people that have startled one, I can't speak for those experiences, <laughs> whether they were anomalies, whether the Bigfoots were a distraction. So the rest of the clan could, you know, vomitos out the back door. Right. Like, I don't, I can't explain that, but I do know that, um, you know, the people that creep through the woods and, and all of that, I'm like, I, that'd be like me creeping into your house while you're watching football. <laughs> like they know you're there, you know, and, um, yeah. people that set Absolutely. up the game cameras and stuff. I'm like, if I put a game camera on your living room table, like, are you going to see that? Yeah. Cause it's your house. You know, what's there and what's supposed to be there. Yeah. Um, so I do the technique where I go out during the day and I hike and I kind of leave my scent and I check for sign and just check around. And then at night I sit in camp and let them come to me. I just kind of lead them mm -hmm. back to camp with my scent from hiking all day. So, I mean, that's what a lot of me and my, my people do. We might drive to a random area, do some calls or just mostly just sit and kind of let them come to us because they're very curious by nature. They want, and again, if you're giving off an energy, like I'm not going to shoot you. I just want to know what you are. They're more likely to come in than, you know, to kill a Bigfoot type of energy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you know, the places that my teams research, we've been researching them for cons like years and years and years. Uh, there's a spot, a couple spots we go to in North Georgia where the guys have been researching for well over 20 plus years. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, you get to know the beings out there kind of on mm -hmm. an energetic level. Uh, you know, I'm, we're not, we do try to kind of invite them down. Like, come on, hang out with us. Y'all just show yourselves mm -hmm. this one time. We'll, we'll be there. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, it, when, when you go to the same spots over and over again, you do your research there, they, they get to know you and they know mm -hmm. when you're coming, Absolutely. I guess. They know when the leaves start turning a certain color, we're going to be there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, absolutely. Um, I think, you know, over the years, I found that um, 
the people that I've heard the most success from are the ones that research consistently in an area, one area or a couple areas, but consistently, you know. Yes. Um, okay, so from Cowboys Five Rings, Jessica, have you ever invested much on Dogman? Yes, I have. Yeah, I've done a lot of Dogman remote viewing targets and uh, at the request of different people mm -hmm. uh, who have had encounters like D.A. Roberts, for example, he asked me to remote view a, a potential Dogman that he encountered at the Joe Bald Recreation Area in Missouri. Mm -hmm. And so I did that and it was definitely a Dogman. Yes. Um, I, I looked into the family that was allegedly murdered uh, by dogmen or they said dogman but i i saw dogmen mm -hmm. uh, at the lbl mm -hmm. uh that place is full of dogmen and sasquatch yep. yeah it's not Sass a good place <laughs> yeah exactly um, so how do how does the dogman differ dogmen sorry mm -hmm. should i assume the their pronouns like that i don't i don't i mean okay the dog they the dog women, um the dog red <laughs> boys <laughs> so how do they differ from the Sasquatch, the inhumanoids? Okay, I used to think that, I actually used to think that Dogmen and Sasquatch were related. And I thought they were mm -hmm. just like cousins, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, in the remote viewing data that I've gathered, they are not related at all. They're two totally different types of beings. Uh, Dogmen are like, kind of cate they're canine there's it's almost mm -hmm. like a canine humanoid kind of thing uh, so like, Sasquatch anubis. Are, like anubis exactly okay. yes and some of them are very ancient they go back all the way to the beginning of time uh okay. their breeds race whatever you want to call it <laughs> i don't mm -hmm. know um yeah. their so species. <laughs> species right and so and then sasquatch they're also very ancient you know and, and go back to the beginning of time okay um but there's also like i and i see some questions in here about government okay special teams <laughs> and something like that yeah i've dealt with that too okay so um yeah that was my follow-up question are, was yeah there are special programs that i've kind of stumbled upon too doing the remote viewing uh where there are dogmen that are down and kept in facilities underground mm -hmm. and stuff like that uh super soldier program is involved as well so i wouldn't doubt that stuff of my yeah. nightmares <laughs> yeah well it's a reality unfortunately yeah. uh i yeah. believe so i i have not seen it personally uh with my mm -hmm. own eyes but i have my third you know with remote viewing i have and so all right it's all it's up for terrifying. debate i guess you could say yeah yeah um but yeah i do believe the government does they're fully aware of these things oh 100 uh, percent I, I've yeah. been told they're chipped, they're collared. Uh, they are definitely watched and uh, their migration patterns and all that stuff is all tracked. Yeah. That's terrifying. The dogmen or just the Bigfoot or both? Both. I don't doubt that at all. Actually, um, you know, whenever they, because uh, when I get really conspiracy with it, which to me is just yeah. talking about potential um, things, whenever they shut down certain national parks, whenever they shut down oh certain... God uh trails and stuff like that yeah yeah that's kind of when i get my hackles up i'm like why but why because they're I'm full like, of bigfoots that's why i'm like what's migrating through here i'm like which group's migrating through here now why can't i go in there and you know stuff like that and so that's definitely um 
you know, just the area that my mom researches down by Boykin Springs and uh, around Lufkin, um, that kind of happened to her. You know, it was like they shut it down and they had people there and they were like, that was where she had her dogman sighting. And it was like they didn't yeah. want people there. And so just, um, you know, I get my little conspiracy well, hat on sometimes. Well, you know, Lauren, I actually think that that's a good thing if there are dogmen in an area and they do shut the area down because there's also places like the LBO where they just let people go in there with their mm-hmm. kids and go camping mm-hmm. yeah. and there are dogmen out there that will mm-hmm. eat you and people go yeah. missing from that place all the time. Um, so yeah. just be, I think the, the important thing uh, for, for, you know, especially on your show and on my programs, kind of just talk about it so people can be aware and you yeah. can be educated enough to like not take your family to certain places. Yeah. You know, um, uh, you know, Government I don't doesn't have your best interest. At heart no, no, sometimes. they don't. Um, yeah. I don't subscribe to the um, don't go out in the woods because Bigfoot's going to eat you theory. But yeah. I will say that right. I had put a little more trust than I would like to admit in taking my kids out and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I made I watched Missing 411 and it was like I made it 15 minutes into the first episode and I was just like, <gasps> I was like, I've got to keep a better eye on my kids. This is like, you know, because they would just disappear, like walking right behind you 15 feet away, they would just disappear. And I just realized how easy it would be for, you know, my kids, we stay in camp, they help me build camp, they help me build the fire, all of that. But, you know, if I go into the tent for a second to take a potty break and come back out, one of my kids could be gone or hiking, you know, my kids, I, so now I, I just take small measures to keep them safe. Um, when we're hiking, you know, I keep the oldest in front and I follow behind and I keep the littlest one in the middle. Um, and that way I have eyes on them at all times. Just little precautionary measures um, on top of the usual, being very cognizant of your surroundings, knowing where you are, letting others know where you are, stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. So we have... Yeah, I, I don't even take my son camping where we go research. Those yeah. those areas are off limits for my kid because I know mm-hmm. how crazy it is out there. Yeah. Now, going camping, hiking on like national parks that have mm-hmm. big trails where there are a lot of people, yeah. that's fine. But yeah. not where we go research. It's totally off limits for my kid. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Most of the really hairy spots that I've been, I don't take them. Or if I do, they stay in camp or stay in the car if we go out and night research um they yeah. don't that's smart i don't really want to use them for that kind of bait like a light no bait. like ooh, <laughs> like there's a child here come in and investigate but not where they yeah. can get to them kind of bait you know right stay in the car lock the doors a, kids yeah i'm a great mom it's fine um so <laughs> it's fine so alan lassiter had a question he wanted to know where all do you research I research all over the South, uh, undisclosed locations. <laughs> That's fine. I mean, so just, it's, you know. it's, uh, our, our main areas are North Georgia and, um, you know, I do a lot of in North Georgia for the most mm-hmm. part. Uh, but we go to Florida, South Carolina, Alabama, North Carolina, Tennessee, mostly that, that's basically my area where I do research. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I'd, I'd tell you, then I'd have to, I have to, I'd have to hurt you. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'd have to unalive you. <laughs> I'd have to. Yes, I know. We're on YouTube, probably. We're so. on YouTube. Um, yeah. I've had worse things said on YouTube. I had Stacey Brown oh on one time. Oh, uh, I've had Stacey on my show, too. I was I love Stacey. Yeah, I was not prepared. Because yeah, I, yeah. um, I chatted with him quite a bit. And I was like, okay, yeah, come on the show. And then I was like, 
I have to mark this one as not safe for kids. Dang it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know I had a, I had a good friend of mine on my show last week and, uh, and we had not talked in a long time and I kind of forgot to tell him, Hey, let's try not to cuss. This show. Yeah. You know, I didn't, yeah. I didn't even think about it. I, it was, I know, a, if I, I just, had a beat button, yeah. it would have been going off the whole show. And I, yeah. I love you, Luis, if you're watching. Yeah, I know. I have um, Mr. Jonathan Odom with the paranormal um, and Bigfoot encounters out of Alabama. Um, They he he got on there. He actually hosted like three of my shows in a row because it seems like every time I had him on, I had some kind of technical issue where my feed would not come through, but his did. So he ended up actually taking over and just reading questions from the chat. But um, but he I was like, Jonathan, I was like, my dude, I'm going to have to make this not safe for children. Um. Okay, so tell me it happens. once again um, your podcast and your works so that people can follow you and support you. Okay. Also, te- well, also, wait, wait, wait. Also, tell me about your merch because I'm very interested in that. Okay. That Thank was awesome. You. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. So um, I have uh, my my website, thecryptidhuntress.com. You can find all of my, my big shows there. Uh, I have, um, I'm a weekend host at Spaced Out Radio. And so I have a live show there every Saturday and Sunday night at 10 p.m. Uh, on cryptids, mostly Bigfoot and Sasquatch, Dogman. Uh, but I get into everything there. And, uh, and so we got that. And then on uh, Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, I have uh, my YouTube channel, The Cryptid Huntress. I do um, just kind of like a random show on all sorts of cool paranormal stuff. And then on Thursday nights, I have a show where I remote view <clears throat> uh, weird stuff like Cindy Goodbreak's house tomorrow night, uh, her property with the dogmen, skinwalkers, Bigfoots. I look into things and reveal all my data there. I actually am a former host at Tech. I'm still a host actually at Texas Front Porch. <laughs> No, I'm all over the place, uh, <laughs> okay. but I had a, I had a remote viewing show with Texas Front Porch for a, a long time. So you guys can find all of my shows on my website, um, the Cryptid Hunters, and on my YouTube channel as well. And I've remote viewed all the big paranormal things, like all the Bigfoot attacks you can think of. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 to be honest, I, I remote view those things to see if they're real and if they really happen. And almost everyone has been real except for maybe one or two. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I'm not going to tell you which ones you're gonna have to check them out. Uh, but, but yeah, this, just go to my YouTube channel, please subscribe there. It's a, a lot of fun. I do a lot of fun videos. I also do, um, I read, I read Oracle cards and stuff and I give like spiritual guidance. So yeah. I got that thing going on there too. So that's awesome. Um, it's, it's a lot of fun. And I also have, I have a Patreon, uh, where I post all of my remote viewing data there. I have a great awesome. Patreon family. If anybody wants to join, it's the cryptid huntress. Uh, you get a lot of really cool stuff. And if you go to one tier, I send you a gift from my shop, War Woman Goods, every month. So um, I have a shop called War Woman Goods. It's on Etsy. You can also find uh, some of my my jewelry on my website. I sell vintage Native American jewelry uh, and, uh, and healing crystals jewelry and things like that. Awesome. Uh, try to help raise the vibe of yeah. everybody in this Absolutely. planet. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's awesome. You guys definitely check out all of her things um, and go support her um, so she can keep fighting the good fight. Thank to, you. Um, educate the masses on all of the things. And you guys go check out her um, her YouTube page and her different podcasts. Um, if one of them is your cup of tea and learn new things, support, always support different uh, podcasts. And because no one podcast has it all right. We can learn something from a lot of different podcasts and different shows that are on. So you guys go support her stuff 
And I want to thank you so much, Jessica, for coming on again tonight. Like, it, it was amazing, and I'm so glad that you finally came on the show. Um, well, I hope you. to have you back again, um, you know, eventually when you have some more stories under your belt and all of that. Do you have any big projects that you're working on right now? Yeah, well, you know, we, we are still going out in the woods all the time doing research. I actually missed a, an outing this past weekend. Mm -hmm. My team was out there, and actually, Angie, who's in your chat, Angie Williamson, I believe, I believe Angie was there. She came and joined our crew uh, this past weekend. It rained all weekend, and I was like, I, I'm not going to go set up my tent in the rain. But we're, yeah. we have ongoing research, okay? And um, and so, no huge projects right now that I'm working on, other than all my shows. That's yeah. a lot of work right there. Oh, <laughs> so, absolutely. It is. But, um, absolutely. But, but you know, we, we have actually, we do have one project that we're, is ongoing too called the Meadow Project. Mm -hmm. And uh, and the head of my team, uh, that team is Trey Hudson. He's written a book on it called The Meadow Project uh, Explorations into the South Skinwalker Ranch. And okay. so uh, we have we have that going on too. So awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I've actually think I've heard about that recently on my last show. I think somebody asked Tobe if he had ever heard of that. And so he was yeah. going to. I think he was going to be reaching out to check that out. That's um, my team. That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. Okay. And then uh, last question. Do you have any upcoming events or anything, uh, signings, anything like that where you're going to be featured? Yes, I do. Well, it's not till next year, but we're, okay. we're at the end of this year. So yes, <laughs> um, I do have, I'm going to be speaking at the Journey to Truth conference. Uh, okay. Last year it was a secret space program conference, but Journey to Truth I think it's journeytotruthcon.com uh, there. I'm going to be talking about, I'm, I'm going to be talking about cryptids and remote viewing, of course. So that's, awesome. that's a big event in Illinois, May, okay. I think it's the 22nd through the 25th awesome. in uh, Grafton, Illinois. So that's going to be okay. a big deal. And also Space Out Radio is having a big party in Las Vegas. <laughs> The week, awesome. the weekend before. Oh my gosh, the weekend before that. So oh my uh, I'm expected to be there. So that's going to be a, a hot mess. Uh, but that's, that's going to awesome. be fun. So uh, Space Out Radio is having a, 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 they call it a fan party, I guess. I don't mm -hmm. know. That's what they're calling it yeah. uh, in Vegas uh, that weekend before in May. Awesome. And it's my birthday that week. Yeah. So that's going to be a fun week. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's back all to I have back planned. Awesome. Awesome. I'm, For now. I'm not a party girl. For I'm now, they, yeah. <laughs> they stack up pretty quick. I have a feeling your next yeah. year is going to be very busy. But if you guys yes. want to meet Jessica and hear her, um, talk about these things live in person. You guys definitely try to look up those events and show up. I'm sure they're featured on your website as well. Yes. Well, they, yes, right. they better be. I'll put them on there tonight <laughs> if they're not. Okay. Uh, thank you again for coming on tonight. You've been amazing and I've learned a lot. And um, I don't know about others, but you've definitely made me more comfortable with um, using different techniques to research. So I appreciate that. And thank you for that. Well, thank you. You know, it's all about having an open mind, Lauren. And so that's Absolutely. all, that's all we can ask for is everybody to just maybe open your mind to it. Absolutely. And Lauren, you're going to have to come on space out radio with me. Of course. Okay. Of course. You're, just let me know an when invitation. and where. Okay. okay thank you. you. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I hope you have a Merry Christmas and a happy new year. Thank you. You too. Thank you, everybody. Thanks. Right. Thanks for having me. Okay. Absolutely. Thank you. Okay. Bye y'all. Okay, thank you everyone for coming in tonight. I really appreciate your support. I thank you all for being so amazing in the chat and supporting Jessica. She has so much great information to share and I really appreciate you guys. Y'all are, as always, my amazing listeners. Um, don't forget to check out her websites and check out her Patreon and merch. Um, it sounds like she has a ton of content for you to follow. 
Um, also, I have merch up and you guys know where to find me on nightcallersproductions.com. So this is the last show for the last live show for the year. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Also, we are uploading Nightcallers Archives episode every other week. So be sure to check next Wednesday um, for a new YouTube, YouTube episode from the beginning of Nightcallers. Um, I really appreciate you guys again. Don't forget to like and subscribe and hit that notification bell so that you're notified whenever there's new content from me. All right. I hope you guys have a safe and Merry Christmas and um, stay safe, be kind, and I'll see y'all next time.